You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily podcast on the Toronto Blue Jays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to Locked On Blue Jays, your daily dose of Toronto Blue Jays talk directly into your electronic device, and I hope yours is cooperating more than mine has been. It's part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, A.J. Andrews of jsrenacouch.com, and this episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is awesome. It's a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. They've relaunched with six new amazing flavors, caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and almond cr- apple almond crisp. I forgot about the best part of that. To go with original flavors like coconut almond, German chocolate cake, banana bread, salted caramel, toffee almond and peanut butter brownie these bars are coated in 100 chocolate they're soft and easy to chew and they're great for the health conscious person they help you lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat that's under 200 calories under five grams of sugar and loaded with protein and fiber so go to builtbar.com right now use our promo code locked on and you'll get ten dollars off your next order so, again, promo code locked on for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. Go to Built Bar and get yourself some delicious treats. I could use one. I know y'all could use one. That's why we have brought back unceremoniously Fan Saturday here on the podcast. This is going to be Fran Friday like it's supposed to be. But, again, my machine had other ideas. Um because of that and because of the week I, I wasn't actually intending on doing a fan Friday but so many of you responded to me and had similar gripes to what I had that I felt we could not avoid this so we need a community event session and there are two Blue Jays that drew the ire of the fan base this week um, and one of them has been dealt with already. So we'll share that news with you right now. I'm going to sh- I'm going to um, wait to talk about the one who y'all were really after. That'll be in the second half, but let's start with the catching position and catching has been a barren wasteland for the Blue Jays this season. Danny Jansen is batting like 154, which is I guess all right in this day and age. Reese McGuire is batting 077, and for a guy who's known as a defensive catcher, that would be fine if you could actually play defense. Sadly, last night he proved his decision-making skills are not going to let him do that. That throw that was nowhere near second base was absolutely unnecessary and skipped in the outfield to let what ended up being the winning run score for Boston in that second half of the doubleheader was the last straw for Reese McGuire. He has been optioned. Caleb Joseph, you get to bring your drumming skills to the big leagues once again. The veteran catcher has been activated. He is the backup to Danny Jansen tonight. Uh, To make room, Ken Giles was moved to the 45-day IL, but that seems to be more of a formality. He has been out for 
you know, approximately 35 days at this point. So this just gives them a little more time. It gives the Blue Jays a little roster flexibility. And they can move forward with it. So don't get too hype about that Giles move, y'all. Um, but yeah, Reese McGuire has deserved this. And I, I said last night that, you know... The calls for Alejandro Kirk were growing louder. And Caleb Joseph was going to start hearing those chants as well. Again, Caleb Joseph is the one they chose. But I want to highlight a few thoughts there. Um, Big League Chew at the Real Tales 17. When he saw McGuire make his throw. Does not get the call to put that play there. Makes zero sense, especially when the runner has a 7-foot secondary lead. Send in Salakup at Salakup. Runner on third, double play in order, and you throw a pickoff from your knees. You can't, like, the Blue Jays have made some incredibly questionable decisions this year, but that was just egregious. Like, I don't know if you just saw Christian Vasquez doing that repeatedly and just like, hey, I can do that. I'm as good as Christian Vasquez. No, you are not, Reese McGuire. You do not have the bat. You do not have the defensive skills to be Christian Vasquez and make those snap throws. Not when you're sailing them off into center field. Um, Tommy Robinson at T underscore Robinson 43 was McGuire's biggest backer. And now Tommy's looking forward to Kirk and I am as well. I, I mean, there's, there's precedent already for a catcher making the jump from single A to MLB this season. The Padres activated, uh, their stud rookie catcher. And I'm going to quickly Google his name because I do not want to mess up that last name because it is a bit of a doozy uh Luis Campusano is the player so there there is precedent for him coming up and uh the anonymous source of the Locked On Blue Jays podcast at Miles Higgins has given a thought they figured out the the bullpen by now, or should have, drop Wilmer Font and make room for a third catcher, Alejandro Kirk. You know, like a grown-up team. And I think uh, our anonymous source is, is uh, relating to the Orioles and the Rays, who both carried three catchers. At least the Rays did until Mike Zunino got hurt. Uh, give him a couple games, see what they can do. Well, you can't be any worse on offense. Although J- Jansen did have a home run yesterday. We should remember that and appreciate that because that's Danny needs to start doing that. But yeah, this move today was a long time coming. Reese McGuire has just not had any facet of his game going this year. You can argue the um, the incident in the Florida parking lot may have thrown him off all season, but just it, it was not coming and you can't have wasted outs like that. The whole crux of the Vladdy Jr. pinch hitting situation last night was that Vladdy had to pinch hit for Reese. So that's where he was kept for. Ultimately, the decision wouldn't matter because Vladdy bounced into a double play. But the reason that became a whole thing last night will be talked about very shortly. And, you know, for the person we're going to be talking about... Might I suggest checking out Indeed? Indeed is the number one job site in the world because Indeed gets you the best people fast. 
Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need. You can pause your account at any time and there are no long-term contracts. Plus, Indeed makes powerful tools to allow your search to become much easier. Like sponsored jobs, which is shown to be three and a half times more likely to result in a hire. With 73% of online job seekers visiting Indeed each month, Indeed is going to get you the important hire you need, just like they have for over 3 million businesses. Right now, Indeed is offering listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. So try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash LockedOnMLB. Best offer you're going to find anywhere. Don't go to those other sites. Go to Indeed.com slash LockedOnMLB. Terms and conditions apply. Offer valid until September 30th. And if you're this person and you're busy looking for a job and you don't really want to go out in public because the public has a very negative opinion about you, there's a way you can avoid that. And that way is Postmates. Whether you need sushi at 4 p.m., beer at 8 p.m., vodka at 10 p.m. because you need the harder stuff after watching this person play baseball. And then you need the ibuprofen the next day at 8 a.m. You can just Postmate it. It's your personal food delivery, grocery delivery, whatever delivery service you want. Postmates can deliver. They're the largest on-demand network in the U.S. They're expanding into Toronto and Vancouver. And they offer delivery from all the restaurants, grocery convenience stores, and traditional retailers you could possibly want or need. 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, Postmates will bring it to you within the hour. You do not have to go to the store. Don't even have to know where the store is. Postmates will deliver anything to you. You just download the app for iPhone and Android for free. You browse their selection of businesses and track your delivery in real time. And right now, Postmates is giving listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start that, you just download the app, use the promo code Locked On. That's locked on. You get $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download that Postmates app. So anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it. Download Postmates and save with that code locked on. You are locked on Blue Jays, your daily Toronto Blue Jays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right. Computer didn't want to do this. Computer decided... Had enough ad reads for today. Well, I'm sorry, computer. This has to happen. The fan base needs it. I need it because I spent two ad reads totally avoiding this person's name because I wanted to save it and build the suspense for the second half. So here we go. Vlad Jr. probably should have hit for Derek Fisher last night. And Charlie Montoyo can say, well, we trust Derek Fisher. We, f- we think he's got a home run in him. No one thinks he has a home run in him. He's not had a home run in him since games actually started counting. His last home run was in Fenway Park in an exhibition game. Certainly didn't have it last night against uh, Lair, whose first name I am blanking on right now. Just give me one sec. Um, Robinson. Robinson Lair. Yeah, well, Derek Fisher didn't look like Brooks Robinson or Frank Robertson or even, I think there was a Shane Robinson at one point. I don't know, trying to quickly think of Robinsons. Definitely didn't look like Robinson Cano. He looked like Derek Fisher. And Derek Fisher has not been a productive MLB player. And I know 
Ross Atkins and Mark Shapiro love their post-hype guys. And they have been very good at making acquisitions better than people give them credit for. And we're probably going to end up talking about that in one of these upcoming episodes. But that deal with the Astros was just bad for both sides. Joe Biagini has an ERA of 20. Aaron Sanchez is taking the year off. And Derek Fisher is out here looking incompetent. No other way to say it. Cannot go up there and, and offer such a feeble at bat. And I asked the people. At this point. Would you say no to DFAing Derek Fisher and bringing up either Billy McKinney or Jonathan Davis in his place? I said Billy McKinney because Billy McKinney is a lefty bat who's actually gotten a hit this season. Um, actually has a positive batting average this season. I know he's only gotten into one game, but still, two for three. He can hit balls. He can play defense just as well as Derek Fisher. If you want defense, you pick Jonathan Davis. Davis has been at the taxi site, supposedly ready to go. Yeah, got rid of Anthony Alford. And it was astonishing how many of you wanted to respond to that tweet just saying, yes, get rid of him. Um, At the time of recording, we have 28 replies and 31 likes. So suffice to say, a good portion of the fan base not a fan of Derek Fisher right now. And... Let's just go through really quickly what y'all think about Derek Fisher. Uh, Let's start with Mark G at daytime underscore baller. Feel like we have too many left-handed batters. Not sure what side Kirk bats from. But we can drop Reese, give him a box of tissues... And his DFA papers. I I see where you're going with there, Mark. I I had to cut it off a little bit just to to keep the clean rating, buddy. But uh, I do know where you're aiming for. Alejandro Kirk is a right-handed batter, by the way. Um, And, you know, with Reese now gone and Caleb Joseph added to the roster, uh, Joseph um, is also a right-handed bat. He bats about 210 in a normal season, so not going to be much of an improvement offensively, but they'll take anything at this point. 210 looks good for a Blue Chase catcher right now. Let's go back to the outfield. Lori at Bright Skies 99. I've always preferred McKinney. I'll take either at this point. I don't think Lori's alone. Podcast regular Karen Sutar at Karen Sutar 1. Heck no. And I'm censoring that. Prefer Davis personally. SVAC at B-Ball Obsessions. No objection here. Similar to at the Smiling Goat. It's almost as if the only reason Fisher is still on the roster is because Atkins can't admit his mistakes. He's hanging on so tight to the we've been eyeing him for years story. There's a reason Derek Fisher was deemed expendable by Houston, and it's not just because Kyle Tucker has taken over that outfield slot. It's because he doesn't have it. He does not have the tools to tap into that talent that he shows. He cannot regularly hit those long fly balls that he does in exhibition games that mean nothing. The Blue Jays were betting on one of their outfielders to have a renaissance. They got that. From Teoscar Hernandez, there is no reason to keep Derek Fisher around. 
Dave at Puganoche, can they get Alfred back? I wish. I wish it was Derek Fisher who was DFA'd instead of Alfred. Um, at Robin Egg underscore Amherst, I would have kept Anthony over Fisher. Shrugs at the decision makers. A lot of people are agreeing. Um, and Anthony Alfred's looking really good in hindsight. Rochelle Strauss at Rochelle Strauss. None in the least can't be any worse than Fisher. Makes you wonder why we DFA'd Alfred and didn't give him a chance. Chris McGuire at Judge Guire. I wanted the Fisher trade to work out, but he's had his chance now. DFA him. Like, I can't, I can't argue with any of that. Ashwin at Ultimate Herald just posted the photo of Derek Fisher getting beamed in the face by a fly ball. He has not improved on that. That is Derek Fisher's ultimate contribution to Blue Jays culture. Um, Jan at Baseball underscore Jan. Bring up Davis. I have no idea why Fisher is here. You're not alone, Jan. Some people have ideas, but we really don't know at this point. And like I said, Charlie Montoyo can throw out all these platitudes, but buddy, soon you're not going to have to lie. There, now, that isn't to say there aren't some people who are willing to cast Derek Fisher aside. Um, John McSee at G-O-T-W-G-O-T-Y. John would keep Fisher. He has more upside than either Billy McKinney or Jonathan Davis and has never had a sustained run. That may be true. He has not shown he has deserved it. And Teoscar has blown him out of the water. Uh, Noah at Noah YYZ. I'd keep Fisher has the tools and the upside. I, again, that's great, but you have to actually start showing it at some point. I know Derek Fisher is still only 26, but this is his fourth season at the major league level. He's got to start showing some growth. And it's just not happening. And again, the Blue Jays DFA'd Anthony Alford for not apparently showing growth. I, I really don't see it with Derek Fisher. Um, some people just just don't like any of the options. Uh, Hanny at Hanny Anton. None of the above. They're all bad. I mean, Fisher may have some upside, but time is running out on it. I would argue that time has run out on Derek Fisher, but that is just me. Um, cheap Seats at Cheap Seats 2. They are no better than Fisher. No to all three. And that may be the one thing where you can be like, well, why didn't the Blue Jays get a fourth outfielder or something like that at the deadline? Probably for the reason that that Derek Fisher is still on the roster. Because you'd have to DFA him. You don't know if you're going to sneak him by. I mean, Alfred got claimed by Pittsburgh. They would be just as desperate to take Derek Fisher, too. I would not be surprised if Ben Charrington had a hand in that trade. But... The fact of the matter is, Derek Fisher is quickly running out of rope with the fan base. He should be quickly running out of rope with the powers that be for the Blue Jays. And he is in the starting lineup tonight in the number nine slot. And if you can't crawl your way out of that, as Fisher has proved multiple times this season, then, then the clock's just not here for you. You don't have any more time. The clock's being removed from the wall and the room is being repainted 
and it's it's now going to be an office. You you lost it, Derek. I don't know. Maybe he proves me wrong. Maybe he goes out and hits two home runs. Maybe Matt Barnes finally faces him and he gets to tag him. Who knows? But he has essentially three weeks to prove that he can be a part of this future. That's that's all you got, Derek. Anyway, I've been waiting 20 minutes to try and record the end of this episode. My computer has taken away the past couple innings of Blue Jays baseball, so I'm going to try and wrap this up quickly. Thank you very much to everyone who replied to those tweets. Um, y'all are what make Twitter worth being on. If y'all want to get involved, like so many others that I cannot possibly name everyone here, um, follow me on Twitter at a underscore j underscore Andrews. The underscores are there because Twitter is dumb. Subscribe to the podcast on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Himalaya. Wherever you get podcasts, make sure you're subscribed to Locked On Blue Jays so you don't miss an episode. Follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked On Jays. All episodes will be posted there. Um, if you haven't checked out the interview I did with Ken Schultz of Outsports, uh, that is available on the Outsports website. It's part of SB Nation. Um, it's also available on Spotify and wherever you find podcasts. Um, we talk Blue Jays. We talk. Chicago deep dish pizza. We talk, um, trying, trying to figure out where the Blue Jays stand here. So give that a listen. I'm going to go eat the burrito that's been waiting out there for two hours as I have attempted to record this 22 minute podcast episode. So thank y'all for being patient and sticking with me. Let's go watch this Blue Jays game. So for everyone at the Locked On Podcast Network and everyone at chaserunacash.com, I'm AJ Andrews. Thank you all so much for listening to tonight's episode. And y'all take care. <laughs>